Hello and welcome back to the Rugby Rewind podcast, episode number 15 today. So uh, we're getting up there in, in episodes. Today we uh, are back with the original crew, myself and uh, Ben again, of course. Yeah, g'day. And uh, no guest today, but today we do have a very exciting episode coming up. We're going to be doing a somewhat of a game show. I know Ben's done it on his Instagram page a couple of times with the um, guess who. So we're going to run through some players and we're going to each, I guess, ask each each one of us a question as to whether we know who it is. We'll sort of run through line by line, I guess, based on what clubs they're playing for and maybe their position as well. Uh, but we'll also do um, some higher or lowers as well, which you've probably also seen on Ben's page where we have to choose uh, who we think has the highest caps or points or whatever it may be between the two players. Um, and we'll see who comes out on top. Yeah, should so, be good fun. Should be able to play along with it. We trial run if it goes well. We might get some guests lined up for the future. Yeah, but, definitely. No, I always find these ones good fun to do. And I mean, they're good fun when I listen to other podcasts doing them. You can play along. So, yeah, definitely. Um, but before we do that, should we have a bit of a chat about some of the super rugby that's been going on over the weekend and maybe even last weekend's games as well? Oh, definitely. This, I mean, last weekend in particular, I had some goodies. This weekend, it was a bit more of a slog. Thankfully, I couldn't watch as much of the games this weekend. I don't think I missed out on much. So, no, yeah. there was a bit of um, yeah, there's a couple couple of games in there that weren't the most exciting games of all time, shall we say? Uh, namely, the Hurricanes and the Highlanders, which was just a botch fest. To be yeah, that was it. one of the ones I missed, and yeah, I you saw didn't the line. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go back and watch the replay. I'll watch the highlights. That'll do me. <laughs> I mean, the weekend prior, you had that crack, cracking game between the Hurricanes and the Blues, where the Hurricanes came back in the last minute. And oh, sunk the blues. That was a roller coaster of emotions. I had money on the canes, and I had my um, tipping on the canes as well. And I was like, oh, lucky. Halfway lucky. in, I was like, well, this is the worst call in the history of calls. The canes are looking dreadful. But, uh, but mm. you'd be owing Arty Savia some money now, then. Oh, absolutely. Balen Sullivan, Arty Savia. Just yeah, <laughs> shout them a wee uh, spates or two if they come down this way into the country. Absolutely, and uh, I guess from last weekend, another one to mention would be the Force who got up over the Rebels who oh. weren't playing too well. The Force have looked very good so far, haven't they? I know they lost to the yeah. Brumbies, but Old I mean... Richard Kahui, the Silver Fox, getting his full 80 minutes in that game as well. Oh, absolutely. It's not a surprise to us, really, because I mean, we both know the Force well enough to know they were going to be decent and they've recruited yeah. pretty well. Yeah, but, definitely. I mean, most people, it's probably a bit of a surprise package. But yeah, otherwise there've been yeah, there's been some good games in there. The Reds only just got past the Waratahs last weekend, which was guess, oh. probably not what we were expecting. Like, we did talk a lot of shit about the Waratahs. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll hold my hands up for that one. I, the Waratahs have looked very good at the start of the year. Still don't think yeah. they're going to compete in the top two. I think they'll probably end up third. Then yeah. the fourth will be a tight contest, but definitely yeah, a lot better so. than last year. And then this weekend you had the Drua get over. Get up up over the Rebels, so the Rebels yeah. aren't looking too flash. Yeah, um, I mean, I put my pick on the Rebels, but I was missing you, missing you midweek, and I know you were kind of on the same line. Of we think the yeah. Drua might actually get up for this one. And well, a lot of injuries. Yeah, um, no, no. Um, Reese Hodge, obviously Callaway's still out of action, so a lot of their big names are out of. Oh, out yeah. of the I game. think they had like thirteen out or something like that. Yeah, Matt Tuamua was starting at ten, and um, yeah, Carter Gordon, who wasn't hasn't been looking the strongest so far in this competition, was at a fullback position. They mm. just couldn't get anything anything going. But that was an yeah, interesting I game. Mean, but yeah, the drill looked the, pretty good in patches, to be fair. But yeah, yeah I mean, 
they weren't exactly put under a great deal of pressure for the most part. And the Crusaders, they looked a bit shaky at the start of that Moana Pacifica game. I mean, oh. They came out came out running, didn't they? I mean, yeah, I mean, Moana Pacifica, another roller coaster. We both kind of tipped them for not huge things, but pretty decent things at the start of the season. And then they got smoked in preseason. We're like, well, maybe we got that one wrong. By the yeah, looks well, of it, came... uh, the extra few weeks to train has helped them out quite a bit. Yeah, I think so. That scoreline is does... Yeah, make the Crusaders look a bit more favourable, but it, keep in mind that some of those points came pretty late in the game, so they had to work hard for it. Yeah, once the um, kind of big names came on, I mean, it's easy to forget that it's actually it's probably the Crusaders' B, maybe even C team, a lot of inexperienced yeah. players in there, and probably not many that we'll see too often again, I would imagine. Did you uh, catch Pablo Matera's performance in that one, your boy? Yeah, I caught about half of that game, and Matera starting to stand up a bit more than he has the first two weeks. Yeah, he has. Yeah, I think number eight was a better call for him than I, I mean, was in the six. Oh, Justin Marshall kind of annoyed me actually, like saying that he's an eight and out and out eight. I'm like, he doesn't play there for Argentina. He plays that's there sometimes. He, he plays. That's seven. what he was saying though. He said he was saying that he only plays at eight for the yeah, uh, no. for, for the Pumas, which is just simply not true. Like he um, fills in there usually. They take off the eight and material slip into there. Yeah, but it's usually yeah. a seven. Well, wearing yeah. wearing six playing seven. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, the Hurricanes Highlanders game, not the flashiest performance. They botched a couple of pretty key opportunities in that game to win it, the Highlanders. And Ah, oh, man, Coombs Fabling didn't have the flashes of the debuts from uh, what I it, saw. It, it sucks because he, he is a good player. He's very fast. And he was tearing it up for, I think, what was it, Waikato? In the, yeah, I think he was playing yeah. for Waikato in the MPC. Um, but, yeah, he uh, unfortunately couldn't gather a... A reasonably easy crossfield kick from Marty Banks, and that would have yeah. potentially won him the game. So I know both uh, him and Darwai, we were both pretty big fans of in the NBC last year, and yeah, they've not had the flashiest starts to Super Rugby life, albeit only a few minutes under the belt each. So hopefully they'll get better. Otherwise, yeah, the Blues. Um, unfortunately for Bryn Gatland, he couldn't couldn't win the game for the Chiefs with a last ditch penalty after the buzzer. He just uh, went to the left. It was a pretty difficult penalty, 45 yeah. metres out. But he was striking he it all right. I thought he would have nailed that one. Yeah, not quite. Couldn't repeat his heroics from a couple of seasons back where he nailed that drop. Yeah, right? he just needed to take it off the tee and he would have had it. <laughs> He's a drop goal specialist, that kid, eh? Yeah. I've seen him kick a few of them. That one for the Islanders, one against Otago. Pretty sure he kicked one at schoolboy level as well to win it for Hamilton Boys or who he went to school for. He's, yes. Yeah. But um, so I guess that rounds it out for the Super Rugby. I mean, I just want to say, uh, no one will be more relieved than Tom Robinson for the Blues. Did you see his final two minutes? Oh yeah, no, not Jeez, great. He almost not just great. threw it under the bed, under the bus I mean, completely. The buzzer, the buzzer had gone. They they probably could have just kicked it out. I would assume that would have been time over. But um, he decided mm. to go for another phase, and it wasn't yeah, obstructed. Wasn't it, it wasn't a good one. Chase kicked a line out. He tackles the man in the air, and oh. Jeez. Uh, Poor old Leon McDonald loses at least a year of his life every Blues game, I swear. <laughs> yeah, so that puts the Crusaders number one, of course. Um, Brumbies and Reds looking strong. They're winning all their games yeah, so far. It's hard to read uh, too much into it. Well, it's Aussie and Aussie and New Zealand and New Zealand, but yeah, I think um, those two think. will do some damage over here. But uh, three losses on the trot for our Highlanders, I'm afraid. So, not looking too flash there. But I mean, we'll they see should still scrape into the playoffs, surely. It's literally two-thirds of the team you get in there. So. I don't know. I think they could 
they probably would get rolled, I reckon, by the Brumbies or Reds. As a stage. I think I think Brumbies, Reds, probably even the Force and Tars would be competing with them at this stage in time. And the yeah, way Moana went in that game, you wouldn't be surprised if that was a close contest too. Yeah, oh, absolutely, definitely. Um, so we'll see what happens, but I'm, I'm loving it, to be honest. I mean, it's a bit of a shame there's no crowds in New Zealand. It's actually a massive shame. I mean, think about some of these contests. Last week's contest, uh, Blues and Hurricanes, that would have been such a good oh, game. Imagine the crowd. crowd. Even the Blues Chiefs game this week, imagine the crowd with Pietro lining up that kick and then Gatlin <laughs> lining up his like, edgy yeah. seat stuff. So Pierre it is a shame, was but... bloody good as well. I just want to yeah, say that too. he was. He was really good, really good. So, yeah, we'll see what happens, um, but hopefully the crowds return at some point, but at least for the Australian games when the Kiwis do come over later in the season, that there will be a crowd there. So um, I'll be getting along to, to Suncorp to see oh, some games. You're going to the old Melbourne one. You have to make a wee trip there. Watch I'm all can- the teams I'm, compete. I'm very keen to go to the Super Round in Melbourne. Um, that'll be great. It's three days of rugby and then two games on every day. Plus a few, I think there's a few women's games in there as well. Yeah, and I was so, going to say, we'll have a bit more Super Rugby to chat about in the coming weeks with the yeah. Super Rugby old picky starting. That's going to be great, isn't it? I don't know if you um, follow it too much, but have you seen the Chiefs team? I haven't, but... Oh, uh, boy, oh, boy, is it stacked. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it would be. They got like one or two black ferns in the pack, but their back line plus their subs on the bench are all black ferns. <laughs> 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 Is there a? So I'm assuming all the Super Rugby teams have lot named a women's team. Is that right? Um, yes, but the Crusaders and Highlanders combined. That's right. called like it's called Matato. Yep. So I mean, okay. it's mainly Canterbury. It's like maybe yeah. two or three Italian in there, but should be good to watch actually. Yeah, it'd be good. All right. Well, that's a bit of a review, I guess, of Super Rugby. I mean, um, I'm loving it so far, but um, we'll see who comes out on top. But for now, should we head on to our, our game show, so to speak? Oh, yeah, take your pick, higher or lower, or guess who? What are we going to start out with? Should we do a couple of higher or lowers first? Yeah, go on. I was thinking for this, What do you, do you want to go one for one, or do you want to go until we'll one someone one. gets one wrong? Do you want to do one for one? Yeah, I think we can go one uh, for are one. We keeping, we're not really keeping score. Nah, are we? well, not really. <laughs> Just flexing our, flexing our knowledge or maybe flexing not flexing our lack our knowledge. of knowledge, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely lack of. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go towards that. Um, all right, well, I'll start it off then. I've got some higher or lowers in a few categories. I've got All Blacks caps. I've got All Blacks test points. I've also got some Springboks for our South African friends in there. Um, some Springboks caps. A couple of Wallabies as well. So let's... Um, I imagine we have some of the same players down. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, be. at all. Eh? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but actually looking through the list of All Blacks, obviously there's been so many. I don't know, because there has been quite a number, especially in the last well, 15. I'll tell you what, most of my All Blacks are going to be fairly niche. I'll tell you that right now. All right. Not to start with, but uh, yeah, there'll be some niche ones. Do you want to go first one? or? I yeah, can fire I can. one. How about you go first, eh? Yeah, yeah I'll <laughs> fire one at you. We'll start off with... Two very well-known players. Two players in the outside back department. Uh, all mine are on international caps as well. Uh, who got more, Doug Howlett or Israel Dag? Doug Howlett. You're locking in Doug Howlett. Unfortunately, oh. uh, 0 from 1 to start with. Oh, no. Doug Howlett was 63 caps. Izzy Dag, 66. Ooh. That's tight. <laughs> I kind of threw you under the bus to start with a very tight one. I, I guess I was thinking of, because obviously Doug Howlett's one of the top try scorers of oh, all time. Yeah, so he's the top try scorer about... for New Zealand, so you'd think. Yeah. So What's I was he got, 49 his... tries or something? 
I think it's up there, yeah. yeah 49 tries and 63 tests. It's so I guess pretty that's a pretty, good pretty good. That's a pretty good return, yeah. All right, good stuff. That's a close one. Well, I've got a close one for you as well, actually. All Blacks caps, Elliot Dixon or Rennie Ranger? See, the thing is, I've got both those players down, unfortunately. I'd love to say, yeah. Oh, uh, no. no. Uh, it's it's Rennie Ranger. It is Rene Ranger. He's got six caps versus Elliot Dixon's three caps. Yeah, I could have saw Ranger had more caps than six. Though. Oh, I thought he. I, thought I know he Dixon had. didn't get many, but I thought Ranger was well in the sort of mid-teens area. All right. Well, I'll give you. It's a pointless one that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'll take a point if you want to give me it, but I don't know. If yeah. I can really. Well, you never know. I might have one of your ones as well. So far no away. Doubt. Right. Um. Some of them I'll kind of have completely new sets of peers, but some of them, like the Google game, I'll roll on one of the players from the last round to, for this yeah. one. Is he Dag or Ben Smith? Um, ben Smith. Yeah, ben. Bender. Pretty yeah. comfortably. 84 caps for Bender. So, all right. Well, then I'll, one I'll, of the most capped outside backs of all time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to carry that on uh, with Ben Smith as well, actually, for you. No. Oh. Ben Smith or Corey Jane? I think it's got to be Ben Smith. I'd say Jane's probably maybe less than Dag, maybe at fifty-five or yeah, so. Yeah, you're spot on there, mate. It's it's uh, obviously Ben Smith eighty-four versus Corey Jane fifty-three. Oh, so, not too far away from Jane. Not too far. Well, not too far. To take that, right? Battle the Smiths for you here, Bender okay. or Conrad? <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to go Conrad. Yeah, you're confident with that one. I'm not very confident. Well, you should confident. be. Yeah, it's 94 well, to 84. Yeah, okay. Conrad sweeping that one. Oh, Didn't yeah, make I, his 100, I, though. I sort of remember him nearly being at 100. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, I don't know if I would have been able to call that one, actually. I'm going to switch it up and remove the Smiths. Um, oh. I'm going to go for, for some new names. Some more, one of the more recent names, I guess, Nihi Milner Scudder or Stephen Luatua. See, Milner Scudder, I want to say he got. 13 or so. Lua Tua. I think he got slightly more. I'm going to go Lua Tua just. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> 15 for Stephen Lua Tua versus the 13. Oh, spot on. How good. How good right. is that? Just end it there while I'm actually doing a right, eh? <laughs> right, uh, hit, hit me with one. Conrad Smith or Tana Umanga. Two players we looked at last week in the uh, pod. midfield partnership. Ooh. I'm actually going to go Comrade Smith. Yeah, that, that is. Umanga got a surprisingly low amount at 74. I mean, still a lot, but yeah, he's yeah. one of the all-time greats. You thought maybe he'd have a few more under his belt. I feel like they do they play more games now than they might have done 15 years ago. Yeah, surely. I think they do. The yeah. European tour at the end of the year, I think it's a bit more comprehensive than it probably has been in previous, yeah. like 10, 15 years ago, I guess. Um, I mean, you're uh, looking at some of the Caps players are racking up nowadays, like your Michael Hoopers and your Elderman Joneses. Like, oh, they're crazy. just skyrocketing. Yeah. I mean, if you, I guess if you add that European tour, you add the rugby championship, you add the tours of the European sides who come over for the yeah, three or four games. Yes. It's, yeah. There's a number of games in there. Probably playing so. a good 10, 15 games a year. Probably more than that, actually. Probably more than 10 anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Easily. Easily more than 10. All right, um, I've got a bit of a change it up here. I've got an Allbacks test points one here for you. Oh, jeez. I'm not so confident in this arena. Damien McKenzie or mm-hmm. 
Rico Yuani, which one's higher? Who's got more oh, test points? Rico has scored a lot of tries, hasn't he? The D-Mac's no slouch. I'm going to have to go D-Mac because he's had a few kicking duties and scored enough tries, but not you'd confident. Be, you'd be incorrect. <laughs> um, Rico Yuani has scored so many tries. He's got 130 points from tries alone. D-Mac has just got the 80 points. Uh, he, oh, you're right, he has done, he's done a bit of goal kicking, but for the most part, he's been paired with a Barrett or someone yeah. along those lines. So he hasn't been doing a lot of the goal kicking in many cases. So, Jeez, well, fair play if anyone got that one. I... 80 points to 130 for each. I thought that might have been a tricky one when I was looking at it. I was like, Ugh. I mean, no, I like that one, actually. Because sure. whenever, whenever you see a goal kicker, you're expecting to see a lot, you know, some decent yeah. points numbers there, but actually not, not as many as you'd think. I mean, will Rico break the try scoring record, do you reckon? I reckon he, he might, although he's, he's usually playing in the midfield now, isn't he? It's so. looking like, oh, surely Will Jordan if he stays injury-free. Oh, yeah, he's got to be. I mean, Rico's got a ridiculous strike rate too. I yeah. like that one. I mean, all minor international caps, so I can't change it up too much, but going from, yeah, world-class all blacks to, yeah, very niche ones in the locking department, actually. Isaac Ross or Jared Hoyada? Ooh. Um, I think Ross, Ross had about 20 or so, did he? I think he might have. Um, this is during the period where they seem to cap just about every lock in the country at least once. Yeah. So. I'm going to get Ross. It's just Jared Hoyada, 10 caps to 8. So. Oh, more, a lot less than I thought. I actually. thought Ross, yeah, I thought he was around for a lot longer. I think it was only the one season he was kind of first choice. Yeah, okay. Um, fair, fair play to you, I guess. Um, well, I've got another points one here, actually. This one's a, a bit of a, a back versus forward. Interesting oh, one. Oh, jeez. Uh, I feel like I'm already siding with the forward because otherwise, why have you done this? But go on. No, well, I could be, I could be bluffing you. George Moala or Brad Thorne? Are we going all blacks points? All blacks test points. Oh, jeez. I'm pretty sure Thorne scored like three tries. I remember scoring against Argentina in the World Cup final. I remember scoring one other. Surely he scored more than that. Moala only got about three caps. I've got to go Thorne, but jeez, I don't know. It's just Thorne. It's just Thorne at 20 points versus 15 points. No, oh, uh, George Moala. So, 15 yeah. points. That must have been just about a try a cap for him. I think it was. I think he did four caps, maybe, and three tries. It's not bad. Definitely, uh, he could have got a few more. I reckon he was a quality player. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What else have you got for me? Right. Um, I mean, I could go carry on with Hoyada, but we'll chuck it out to a lock versus a 10. Keith Robinson, another player we looked at last week, or Nick Evans. Was Evans stuck behind Carter for his whole time in New Zealand and then went off to Harlequins and became a world-class player over there. So... Mm. I feel like yeah. you might be trying to trick me up here. I'm going to go Evans. That is Evans. He got 16 caps okay. to Keith Robinson's 12. So Evans got more than I think many people remember. But That's pretty decent. He's definitely like a 50, 60 cap player if he stays around. He's surely second choice for a wee while. But... Yeah, okay. That's a good one. All right, I'm going to go back to the uh, All Blacks caps with another one here. So we're away from the points now, back to the caps. Who is higher for All Blacks caps between Waisaki Naholo, so big yeah, man who's yeah. I'm not sure if he'll make it another appearance. I've got a relative number in mind for him, but or Liam Squire. Oh, that's a tight one, actually. 
my number from the whole I was thinking somewhere in, in and around the 30s, but Squire, I was thinking probably relatively similar. I'm going to go in a holo, but maybe about five or ten. You're pretty much spot on. The holo's correct, but only by three. Oh, jeez. 26 caps to Liam's 23. Okay, the holo did not get as many as I remember. And, but we can all agree on that Liam probably could have done a lot oh, more. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, not for injuries and, and off field personal, yeah. personal reasons. Yeah, he's. Oh, definitely a favorite, fan favorite for a lot of people. I reckon he just played for the love of the game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, geez, another tight one. Doing all right so far, though. I feel not doing bad. I doing mean, pretty fluking it, but we'll take it. Uh, another battle with the tens. Uh, Nick Evans or another Highlanders legend, Colin Slade. I'm going to have to go Colin Slade on this one. Yeah, it is Sladey, but not by as much as many people would probably think. He only got 21 caps. Yeah, okay. He was always a th- sort of a third choice, wasn't he? Yeah, he was around for a long time. I think Was he a he double could... World Cup winner? I-, I think he was. Yeah, so. Well, no, this is, this is what we argued in that episode, wasn't it? I yeah, didn't I'm, actually I'm, Google it. I should have Googled it. I'm pretty sure he was because he was yeah. definitely in the 2011. Yeah. I'm sure um, he was in around the 2011. But he always was sort of behind, I guess, Crude and Carter and Barrett towards, I guess, the end. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense if he was a, more of a third choice. But, yeah. Not by as much as I thought. Okay. No, it's a tight one. All right, we'll go back to the um, for the caps. Why Saki Naholo or Joe Moody? Oh, it's it's Moody. Yeah, I'm going Moody on that one. Moody's <laughs> what's he got up? I think he bought up his fiftieth not too long ago, didn't he? Fifty-four. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's all right. Sometimes you got to have those easier ones so you can uh, kind of move it along, move it up to the the higher end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. My last of the All Blacks ones for now. I've got a few more at the end, but uh, for now we'll go Colin Slade. Of course, he just found out his caps. Or Isaiah Toyava. Another Ooh. player kind of in and around the fringes for Oh, that's close, that one. That's close. I know Toyava was 2011 World Cup, starting on the wing actually for a few games. Oh, that's good knowledge um, there. I forgot he was at that tournament. Yeah, I think he got injured, um, but he was playing a bit in that World Cup. Um, I'm going to go still Slade though, just I would have probably gone Slade too, but Toyava has a surprising amount of caps. 38 to his name. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I could have never told you he won that many. When did he start, though? Because he might have started a lot earlier than I oh, remember. I can't remember. He was definitely at the 07 World Cup, though. Well, actually, I want to say definitely. I might Google that right now as we speak because I don't want to make a fool of myself. But yeah, he I might thought. Have been. Yeah. Isaiah Toyava, 2005. So, right, a 20. wee bit earlier than my memory bank, I'm afraid. Yeah, I mean, I kind of <laughs> think him as a being a tinger type player who got a yeah. one or two caps, but not 38. All right, well, we'll go back to another one here Joe Moody, who we've already talked about, or Ryan Crotty. Ooh, yeah. That's a tight one, actually. It's a, a close Moody 54. I think Crotty got more, but. Not fully confident. I'll say he gave you got four or five more at most. You'd actually be wrong on that one. Yeah. 48. Didn't quite bring up oh, the 50. Oh, jeez. Didn't quite bring up the 50. Oh, fair play. You caught me out on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Battle of the uh, Crusaders' beards as well. Got a lot yeah, of that. exactly. Surely Crotty takes out the beard department. No, I think he does. Although he doesn't always have a beard. He sometimes doesn't have a beard. No, so, yeah. Depends on the day. clean shaven for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm moving over to your homeland, uh, Australia. 
All right. You know, this is where your knowledge department lies. I know Nick Cummins and Mike Harris, you'll be able to tell us the exact number for each of these blokes. <laughs> Actually, uh, it's Nick Cummins, I think. It is Nick Cummins. Any guesses uh, what you reckon he got? 30, 30 something? 33? Only 15. 15? Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I, I knew, I knew, I knew Mike Harris was in the in the, in the Ten in the teens, or even less, but yeah, exactly ten. So yeah, uh, I thought I thought Cummins was in the twenties, but then again, I actually remember he didn't play that many Wallabies games. He was probably on form for only really two seasons with the Force, and then picked up for the Wallabies on the wing, starting a lot of games, but didn't last long. So I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah, um, it was just a legend for his off field. Uh... I guess he was just a legend. Yeah, <laughs> fair play. Fair Another play. one like Toya. The opposite end of Toyava, actually. Cummins got a lot less than I remember. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll mix it up. I'll go for the Springboks caps, eh? How oh, about that? yeah. How about that? Hit me with some cheaters and I'm all over it. All right. Actually, I Adrian, don't know who I am. <laughs> Adrian Strauss. Yep, yep. Or who's high between Adrian Strauss and Mornay Stain? The number I had in my head for Strauss is probably around 80 or so. Oh, but then he was kind of behind a few people for a while. I'm going to go Strauss. But don't have You're going to go Strauss? Yeah. Might be a controversial keep, shout. but Keeping in mind that Mornay Stain was playing last year. Yeah, yeah. I think Stain, I don't know, he's had a few injuries, a few kind of in and outs. He I think, has. I think Strauss was around for oh, quite a while. He he is not. He, Mornay Stain has bested him by two caps, oh. sixty-eight to sixty-six. Jeez, not as many as you thought. Not as many as you thought. But there you go, Mornay oh. Stain takes it. Tell you what, I'll, I'll backtrack on that one. Thought I was confident with the cheaters player, but uh, I thought you would be. I should have went Stain. It was the obvious choice. <laughs> Right, All right. Uh, on the more niche players still, for now at least, Mike Harris or Ben Tapawai. Another oh, player we've man. talked about on the pod, one of Lockie Munro's favourites. These, these are toughies, mate. These are real toughies. Oh, yeah. Stitching you up for now. I'll get to the uh, more high-cap players in a sec for you. Did you go? Was it Mike Harris or Cummins? Mike Harris and okay. Ben Tapawai. So Harris and Ben Caps. Ben Tapawai. I'm going to go. Uh, it's Harris just 10 Ooh. to 7. Ooh. See, this is the thing. Like Tapawai was instrumental in the 2011 Reds final or Super semi-final and final, but yeah, I surely he got more than that. I yeah, got more he was a good enough player for more than that, wasn't he? He was. It's not but like I guess the Wallabies had a midfield locked in. No, but they did have a number of midfields. That's the thing. Like, a number of quite pretty a few. average ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Beric Barnes, mate. Beric Barnes. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Beric Barnes is starting in your midfield. There's a bit of an issue. I think he did a bit as well. Oh, he's he? the perennial 22 jumper, Beric Barnes. Yeah, true. Just comes on anywhere in that back line. I guess Beal probably had that 12 jersey a bit as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, another guy in the midfield who... Actually, I'll mention him now because he's in my list later. Anthony Flyanger, another guy who kind of oh. sewed up. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> but yeah. All right. We'll go back to the Springboks. Uh, so we had Mornay Stain. So who do you think is higher between Mornay Stain... Or Corny Usteisen, one of your boys. Oh, he is one of my boys, actually. Oh, see, he's another one. He was kind of in the side for a bit and then fell out of favour. And then in more recent years, he came back and became one of the world's best. But 
never really sewed up the jersey, so surely you can't have more. I've got to go less. Less would be correct. He's only had the 30 caps. Yeah. Um, but he's yeah, scored four tries on those 30 caps, so not bad. Yeah, um, I mean, it took him a while. He's a bit of a late bloomer in the international scene. Yeah. Very good so, player. Yeah. He um he's got less than half of Mornay's in sixty eight, so yeah, you're correct. That worries me about what's coming next. If uh, we're down to thirty caps in South Africa, (laughs) I mean, this is kind of the last of my real stitch up ones for Aussie. Uh, Ben Tapuai or Carmichael Hunt? Oh, these are tough, man. These are super tough. (laughs) I'll let you know there's one in it, so good luck. Yeah, it's just going to be have to be a guess. In that case, I'm going to have to go Carmichael. Yeah, it's unfortunately not. Carmichael's got the six. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, from I here on in, it should be pretty guessable career. for you. He didn't have a long career. I, uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we're going to go back to Kuna Eustaisen, who we had 30. Are we going higher or less or, less or more between Kuna Eustaisen and got a couple options to sting you with here, but I'm going to go for Warren Whiteley. Well, Warren Whiteley, like, Connie said in at 30, yeah. Oh, although Whiteley was randomly captain for a wee bit, but no, definitely Usaizen. One of my favourite players, Warren Whiteley's Whiteley. has got to be less. Only just, seven less, 23. So yeah, yeah, yeah. not far off, but yeah, you, you are right. I think probably a player, if he had a few more pounds on him, would have a lot more caps. But I was a massive fan of the Lions. He was great. Oh, he Yeah, I loved him for the Lions too, actually. And he was just a bit different to a lot of what the Saffir Fords offered. He was a lot more lean and had a bit more pace about him. Yeah, Almost like yeah, Quagga Smith is nowadays. Well, yeah, that's right. Um, moving on to... The guy I just mentioned, actually, Carmichael Hunt or Anthony Fyanga. <laughs> or Fyanga, as I suppose it's probably meant to be pronounced. <laughs> yeah, Fyanga. Um, I'm going to go Fyanga, sure. Yeah, he got 23 caps. I yeah. will never know how because yeah. I don't think he put in a good performance in any one of those 23. Not the best Fyanga, is he? Oh, his brother Sire was unreal, one of my favourites. Yeah, Colby wasn't a half bad with Flanker either, but yeah, yeah there's a few of them, isn't there? Um, okay, well, I've got another one here for you from the South African team. So we talked about Warren Whiteley on the 23 caps between him and Dylan Lades. Dylan Lades only did one good thing in his career, and that's that offload. So if he won any more than like two caps, I am shocked. So <laughs> less. You're right. You're right. I thought he. I thought you might have been tricked up on that because he, he was Stormers, I think, and he was really, really good for the Stormers. Um, no. But yeah, he only had ten caps. So I'm quite surprised a few he got than, ten. To be honest with you, yeah. But he did have a few standout moments. That offload is one of the best things that's that happened was on so, a rugby field. So good. Yeah. So we're getting down in the caps. The, the next Springboks one will be the last one. I think we'll do for, for me anyway for the Springies because it's oh, going to be too, too no, tough. No, give me some niche ones, don't you worry. All right, this all right. Is all, <laughs> I'll make a fool of myself, but I gave you some toughies, so it's only fair. All right, let's do um, it. Moving slightly away from the uh, niche Aussies, but still in Australia, David Pocock or Bernard Foley? David Pocock. He's confident, and you're right. But only eight between them, 78 to 70. 
Yeah, cl- I know Pocock was out injured for a number of seasons, but he also yeah. started way earlier than Bernard Foley. Yeah, Foley had, had a few-year period. Yeah. Um, I actually saw Pocock last night on the uh, – he was part of the interview panel on um, on Stan Sports. Oh, so surely he speaks all right. He comes across. He's really good. Guy he's actually um, – he's now becoming a politician in Canberra. So he's trying to sort of join the ranks there and – perhaps be a candidate. So we, we might see um, Prime Minister Pocock very shortly. Who knows? Yeah, surely can't be much worse than a lot of the RPMs you've had over the years. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be pretty good, actually. He's a, actually a stellar guy, real good guy. Um, maybe he'll put some of that public funding into rugby in Australia. Oh, geez, imagine it. It needs to happen. Maybe they actually have some of the NRL players stick to rugby. <laughs> imagine <laughs> yeah. if you had some of those guys just play union their whole lives like, Australia, or even some of the AFL boys. Yeah, it's just rugby's too much, too far down the peaking order. All right, let's go back to the Springers. Um, so we had uh, Dylan Lades on ten, higher or lower between him and Quagga Smith. Quagga Smith's higher, but for a long time it looked like he wasn't going to be because of how small he was. But he's been favoured a lot recently. So. He has. He's on the nineteen cap level, so nine oh. more than. I thought Dylan. he'd have a bit more than that, but yeah, you'd think so. But he's Blitz still box legend, though. He's still amongst it, so he'll he'll get a few more, no doubt. Yeah, I remember um, watching him turn out for the seven side, and they had some names in there: Roscoe Speckman, Cecil Africa, just <laughs> Verna Cock as well. Oh, they were such a good team. Always ripped New Zealand yeah. a new one. All right. Um, my final Aussie one, featuring two of your favourite players of all time, especially the second guy. We've got David Pocock and probably your favourite, Rob Simmons. Oh. Yeah, I think it's Simmons. He's done, I think he's over 100, isn't he? He sure is, 105. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, as we spoke about in the underrated or overrated episode, how? Yeah. Simply how? He's just had such a long career, that's the thing. He's, there hasn't been the talent in his position to, well, I guess to really challenge him there probably has been a couple of seasons where he wasn't playing uh, as oh, their number man. number two choice, but well, the fact they had like Dean Mum coming into the side like, <sighs> that shows the quality of their locking department. Yeah. But they actually brought Dean Mum in from overseas. To... Yeah, I know because <laughs> he was over that limit. Because didn't, didn't yeah. they have the was it a 70, 80 cap limit? Or something? Oh, had, I don't know what it was. If you but... played over eighty caps, I think it was you were allowed to play for the Wallabies, yeah, even yeah, though I'm... you played overseas. The ghetto law. The ghetto law. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he's, he's still amongst it, isn't he? Um, do you want one more spring box question or do you want me to move on to the Aussies? Oh, give me one more box one. All right. Okay. So we had Quagga Smith. So between him, this is quite a niche one, actually. You might not, uh, you might struggle with this one, I reckon. Quagga Smith or, where is he? Sorry. Uh, Or Cheslin Colby. Oh, see, that's tough, actually. Colby, I know, does not have many caps at all. But Quagga has I'd, less than you thought. I'm going to go Quagga. Colby will get more, but for now I'm going Quagga. You are correct by one cap. What's Colby's try scoring record in those 18 caps? So it must be so, pretty yeah. freakish. Colby has 18 caps, nine tries. So oh, it's not as much as I thought. A try every two games. And I love watching the highlights of him turn out for Toulouse. Though. Is it Toulouse? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just runs out yeah. at 10. And... Is it Toulouse yeah. or Toulon? Who does he play for? I don't even know. Toulon, isn't it? 
Yeah, I think it might be. <laughs> it might be too long now. Um, yeah, okay. Right, I'll move into a country I don't know if you'll know a great deal about, but I just could not put them in here. I only got three of the players in here. But it's Argentina, isn't it? It's Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it's three people you will know something about, so you can talk about these guys. Felipe Contempomi or Juan yep. Martin Hernandez. Um, well, it's two of the greatest of all time for their country. Hernandez was injured quite a lot, and Contepomi oh. had a pretty long career, so I will go Contepomi. Yeah, you're right about that. Couldn't have said it better. Contepomi got 87, Hernandez 74. Yeah. So. Could have had a lot more, Hernandez. Yeah, he had a long period of injuries. But yeah, no, yeah. well done. That, that's a, that's, that is a tough one, though, because those guys, two of the most famous backs of all time for Argentina, like they both played were featured. All. Yeah. Played a very high level at the World Cup as well, so yeah, a lot of people probably would have gone either way there, I reckon. Yeah, and of course um, they both played a lot of their careers not getting a great deal of tests, so I think to, for Contemporary to get 87 is fairly impressive. Yeah, okay. It's, it's not like he played much rugby championship. No. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start you off, some Aussies, with a, a tough one, a very tough one. I'm, I'm, I'm mean, bringing it back to you. Yeah, it's probably fair <laughs> considering they have your car, Michael Hunt. Like. <laughs> <laughs> with one cap in it. But I'm going to give you something of equal difficulty. I'm going to give you one of my favourite players of all time, Matt Hodgson or mm-hmm. Pet Cowan. No, I'm fairly confident with this one, actually. It's, it's Hodgson. I think he got a fair few caps. Cowan got, I don't want to say, actually, I don't even know if he got, did he get 10 and Faulkner got maybe one? I get them mixed Pete up. Cowan got exactly 10. Yeah. But this is something that trips a lot of people up, uh, trips a lot of people up including myself. Matt Hodgson, he did get one more. He got 11, so you're right. Oh. But only 11. He, I, I thought, I thought he played Hodgson, because he was in the 2011 World Cup squad. He was. He was really good. And 140 caps oh, for the Western Force. I know who I'm getting him mixed up with. Ben McCalman. Wow, it's funny you McCalman's say that. McCalman's the guy who got more caps than I remember. <laughs> so I'll take it, though. Hodgson. <laughs> yeah, so right. one more. So well done. Right. In Argentina, still sticking with the uh, inside backs. Condompomi or Nico Sanchez? Uh, oh, that's tough. It's tough. As you see, Condepermi, one of the best of all time for the country, and Sanchez, pretty good, but a lot more recent. So. Wow, that's actually tough. Um, There's only four caps in it, so. I'm going to go, I'm actually going to go uh, Nico Sanchez. Yeah, it is Sanchez. He's actually He's the most placed- capped boomer of all time. Yeah, he started so many games. Top point scorer as well, right? Yeah. So uh, 91 caps for him so far. May or may not add a few more to that. Yeah, that's um, that's a tricky one, to be honest with you. Like, he, I know he's, uh, yeah, probably not as long of a career as Contepomi, but he's just, he starts, he was starting every game for so long. Yeah, and injury free. Playing in the rugby championship era as well. So, yeah. Like, we literally didn't have a backup 10 for. Quite some time. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be Domingo Miotti, but he's seemingly out of the picture already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go back to the Aussies. Um, so we talked about Matt Hodgson. So we're, talk- we're doing Matt Hodgson and Ben Daly, who's had more wealth. Oh, jeez, oh, that's a hard one, actually. I know Ben Daly's another favourite of yours. I don't think he got many. I'm going to go Hodgson. I think maybe Daly got around the 10 as well. You're spot on there. Daly only had the three caps. Oh, jeez. Less than so, I thought. 
you're, you're doing well. The next question, we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can get the caps up. But yeah, that's, oh, uh, no, that's all right. Tough. As long as I'm getting them right, I don't care. Yeah, you're, you're firing away with them. I'm loving it. Right. Uh, given you one, you've already you've mentioned yourself. Another battle, just like we had with the Smiths. We're going to the battle of the Stains this time around. Mornay versus Francois. Um, Francois started his career so young, but kind of fell out of the picture for a while. And as you said, with Mornay, was uncontested in the 10 jersey for a fair bit. Well, we knew um, Mornay had um, 68, I think it was. So Yeah, you're right about Francois, that. Francois, he did fall out a bit, and he came back later on. and nailed was a another double World Cup winner. So. The man who can nail the, the very long-range kicks, of course. Um, I'm going to go Mornay. I am going to go Mornay. There is three in it, and it's just edged towards Francois, 71. Oh. I mean, I wouldn't count against him getting some more, too. Like He just seems to pop back up, dad bod and all, and just do business. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a tricky one, to be honest. All right, fair enough. Um, I'm going to go back to the Aussies, um, and we're going to go Matt Hodgson or Scott Fardy. See, my name immediately goes to 30 just because I highly rated him. I think he was kind of key for the lobbies for a while, but he did yeah. leave to Leinster fairly early and didn't have enough caps to get back in the side. I still think he did enough to get more than 11 though, surely. So, party. Spot on there, and you're right with that. He probably did, didn't do as many caps as many would have expected, 39, but yes, quite a few more than Matt Hodgson, so... Scott Fardy up there. No, I mean, they could probably do with them now, to be honest. Like, they they really could, yeah. Um, I'm going on the opposite end of the spectrum, going right down to minimal caps. We've got Sorrel Pretorius and Marnitz Boshoff. Marnitz Boshoff has only had one or two, I think. Maybe three. Not many. Um, who was the other one, sorry? Sorrel Pretorius, of course. One of my favourites. Cheetah's I'm legend. Gonna, I'll go Pretorius. It is Boshoff. One to zero. Yeah. Yeah. The only uncapped player featured in here, but... Uh... You, you tricked me out, didn't you? Yeah, I knew Boshoff was one, which is why I thought it was Pretorius. Oh, uh, you think so. You think I'm not including an uncapped player in the mix, but... You cheeky, cheeky bastard. Which means the next question is going to be... <laughs> Yeah, that's cheeky. I knew I knew Boshoff had one because he had that fantastic oh, season. He, at the he did so well. Now he had one cap. I don't know how you've never that. I forgot um, he got capped. I knew he got capped because he had that one season. Was it twenty thirteen? I want to say oh, sometime um, around them. I remember kicking him like nine or ten penalties against the Cheetahs. I'm like, yeah, yeah. The Lions. He literally there was like thirty points to something, and it was all just penalties and drop goals, and all from the boot of Boshoff, and that's oh. what gave him that cap. I reckon. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, interesting. You're cheeky. That's pretty cheeky. <laughs> well, I mean, I just had to fit the two of them in I somehow. I knew you were going to put Bosch off in there somehow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard to fit a guy with a one cap in there and make it still a tight contest. All right, let's go back to the Aussies. Um, Scott Fardy and the Moana Pacifica number 10, Christian Lealefano. I think Lealefano, he kind of had a tough career with battling back from cancer, but. I think he had a longer career, so I'm going to go Leliathana. You're actually incorrect on that one. Oh. He, um, 26, only 26 caps for Australia, Leliathana. Oh, jeez. It seemed like he played a lot more. And yeah, what are the years for that? Because I feel like he was around a few Many, bit. many years. 
but he did 150 caps with the Brumbies. So I think a lot yeah, of that okay. exposure comes from the Brumbies. Yeah, um, same sort of level as uh, Hodgson, just a lot of caps at super level. Yeah, uh, and obviously Scott Fardy on 39. So, yeah, Christian Lefano is less than Scott Fardy in this case. Righto. Um, I mean, I'm going to give you one. There's, it's gettable. It's Marnus Boshoff still and Bjorn Basson. Oh, another great player at Super Rugby level. The was he capped? The balls. Was he capped? Boy, could that man score a meat pie at uh, Super Rugby? I think or he's still he going capped? over in the US as well. Let me think. Let me think. Because obviously, Marnus Bosch, I've got the ones. So anything more than one, and he's going to be higher. Um, I think he was. I think he's higher. Yeah, he got eleven. So, yeah. Yeah, I thought. I didn't I thought think he Spong. got that many though. Like, I really thought he didn't actually get a cap. He was great for the Bulls though, wasn't he? Oh yeah, he was unreal for them. I think he topped. Well, he did drop the try scoring charts a few times. All right, I've gone back to uh, Christian Lilifano and alongside him, uh, one of his former Brumbies teammates, Ben Mowen, one of the biggest. Oh, I guess, interesting players. enough, I was going to do him, and I'm like, no, nah, we won't do Mowen. But I saw his name pop up. Didn't click on his page, though, annoyingly. Ah, so who are you going to go? He's Christian not a guy him. I rated whatsoever, but he's a guy I think... Just, I didn't mind him. I didn't I, mind him. I just think he won a surprising amount of caps. I think he surely got more than 26. Cause didn't he? I, I, I swear he captained the Wallabies at one point. I wouldn't be surprised. I think I'm going higher for Moen. You're going to get higher for Moen? Yeah. Uh, not confident. <laughs> ben Mullen actually only did 15 caps oh, for Australia and all in one year. Oh, that uh, is an unreal effort. It's all a in quirk one level, so year. just one season. And he, because he debuted against the British and Irish Lions, <sighs> and actually, here's a bit of a fact for you he actually replaced James Hall as the captain. Um, See, I think game. that's why I thought more, because I think I remember him playing against the Lions. Um, but he. He left in 2014 and went to France and never came back. So there you go. Fair play. I think I'm seeing that my knowledge on New Zealand and South Africa is better than my knowledge of Australia. (laughs) But I'm not surprised by that one. No. Um, Got a couple uh... more Saffirs for you. And, of course, I've managed to squeeze another cheater in. Believe my last one of the night. Uh, Bjorn Basson or Johan Gerson? Oh. Of course, Johan Gerson tipped for humongous things and then just fell off the face of the earth, retired, came back from retirement. Now he's over oh. in France. Well, Besson, 11 caps, so that's more than I thought. I actually am going to go um, Besson. Uh, just Johan Gerson, 13 to his name. Yeah. Yeah, a lot came when he was a young buck. But... The Springboks, are, they're tricking me up. I can't, I can't get them. I think, right. oh, I mean, I've given you some really tight ones, to be fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think uh, they are. Biggest gap I have is my last one, and that's still not a huge gap. So I'm going to go and give you an equally tight one with the Aussies, and I'm going to go Ben Mowen and Will Skelton. Oh, see, Skelton's another who left early and could well be in the side now. They're talking about bringing him back, so surely that means there must be some sort of way they can get him back. I always remember when he whenever he was playing, the commentators would always call him not not Will Skelton, just Big Will Skelton. Always. Oh yeah, well, I mean, he was a big unit, wasn't he? he Six foot eight. I think yep. kind of counted against him while he was an Aussie. I don't think they used him that well. No. Now he's pretty good. Yeah, 
He was, what was, one was of Melbourne one of the 15? Four. Melbourne was 15, yeah. I'm going to go scout and just, but again, not confident at all. You are correct this time. 18 <laughs> caps to 15, so just. I don't know if there's been any. Oh, actually, the first two Aussies, I was fairly confident. The rest of them, not a chance. Not the final two sappers. Got Pat Lambie or Francois Hogard. Pat Lambie or Francois Hogard. Um, Francois Hogard. It is Lambie, 46 ah. to 56. Wow. I knew, yeah, I knew Lambie had over 50, but I thought Hogard had as yeah, well. Yeah, I thought he'd stuck around for a bit longer than that. But okay. Evidently not. These, no, I haven't been good with this friend box, mate. I've been, I've been struggling with them. Absolutely. I was struggling. wondering how tight to make the contests, and I was like, oh, that's we'll tough. We'll lean on the uh, mean side of things. All right, let's finish one off of the Aussies. Uh, one of my favorite players. So we've got Will Scouton and then Nathan Charles. Uh, it is Will Scouton. Charles, I believe, has maybe 10. Less than that. He's got four. So. Yeah, can't. Oh, legend, though. Came back. Well, had such strict fibrosis like his old career, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. absolute legend. Cystic fibrosis, like one of the only known rugby players in the world to oh, – one of the only known players in the world for any professional sport to play alongside that awful disease. So, um, yeah. yeah. Massive shout-outs to the guy. Another Western Force legend as well. Do you want a wee, do you want a wee bonus one to finish it off with the Aussies? Oh, oh, I'll, go give on. you, I'll give you a wee bonus, eh? Nathan Charles or the big man to Kelly Nayavoro? Oh, see, he was on my list. I know he's got two caps. <laughs> yeah, he does. I don't yeah. know how he only has two caps. He, he was a, a monster, wasn't more. he? Give yeah. him some more caps. He is. He's still going pretty good now from what I've seen. Yeah, absolutely. He's obviously another one of those rugby league ones as well. Um, used to play rugby league. So oh, He just he seemed to score a fairly handy amount of tries when he was at the Waratahs. I think he's over at Northampton Saints now. Yeah, um, sounds about right. Tearing it up over there. Why would you want to come back to Australia? <laughs> Unless you like well, a currently be or when you can get back in the national side, like why? Well, that wraps it up. I'm not taking score, but I can almost guarantee that you have won that round. <laughs> yep, sounds unreal. I mean, I had a few Six Nations ones. I can quick fire through those if you want, or we'll leave yeah, it to another time. Let's just to get a few Six Nations on board. Uh, Chabelle or Maxime Medard? Uh, Medard. It is Medard by one, 63-62. Wow. Midard or Morgan Parra? Oh, Morgan Parra. Yep, 71 to 63. Morgan Parra or World Cup winner Jason Robinson? Oh, I'm going to go Robinson. It is Parra by a lot, 51 to oh, 71. Oh, no, it's 56 for Robinson. He got a few Lions caps too, but still. Right. Uh, Robinson or Toby Flood? <laughs> oh, Flood was in there for a while. I'm going to get Flood. <laughs> yeah, it is by four, so it's a tight one, but just... Uh, Toby Flood, or a guy we looked at uh, on an episode of this pod, actually, Shane Horgan. Oh. I'll, I'll go Flood still. Uh, it's Horgan, 68 to 60. Oh. Three more for you. Uh, Horgan or Sam Warburton? Sam Warburton. Yeah, it's Warburton by 11. Yeah. Sam Warburton or Chris Patterson? Oh, that's a toughie. 79 caps for Warburton. Chris Patterson. Of course, he was in there one for... of the best Scotsmen of all time. Never got a Lions cap, though. 
I will go Patterson in this, ca- yeah, in this case. Patterson, he has actually over 100, 109 caps for this one. Wow. Well, and to round it out with my Italian, so shout out to our Italian listeners. I don't think we probably have any, but shout outs to them. <laughs> uh, Chris Patterson or world renowned scrum half Muro Bergamesco. Oh, Bergamesco. It is Patterson by three. Bergamesco's got 106. <laughs> oh, I knew he was over 100, but I didn't know what exactly. Oh, that was good fun, actually, for that one. That was good. That was good. Let's Jeez, do some. Um, we kind of both stitched each other up. Yeah, yeah, we'll run through a few guesses. <laughs> that, that boss off uh, stitch up, that was that was class. I like that. <laughs> All right, so after the guess who's, anyone listening in, basically what we're going to do is we've got a few players up on their Wikipedias. We're going to run through their career path line by line. So we'll run through the team they're at first, how many appearances, what years they were there, points, and then just do that sort of line by line, alternating. Once you think you know it, you can jump in with a guess. If we get all the way through the teams, then we'll let them know the position and nationality if it's needed. But I'd imagine the teams will give away the nationality a lot of the time. Yep. But yeah. Do you want to start or do you want me to start for you? You can start it off if you'd like. Right. Oh, uh, let you know it's it's a bit nicer on this one. It's still going to be tough, I would imagine. First line of their career. I'll just check they didn't play for any youth teams. No, first line of their career is Wellington, 2003 to 2011. They played 54 games and got 254 points. Right. It's going to be tough remembering or something. But. Right. Okay. Okay. Second line is the New Zealand under 21s in 2004. Played Ooh. five times for them, didn't get a point there. Four, right. Third line. And the same theme, Hurricanes, 2004 to 2011. So he stuck around the Wellington region to 2011. Played 84 times for them. Got 250 points. 250 points. Ooh, so 250 for the Canes, 254 for Wellington. How many caps were for the Hurricanes, sorry? 84. So wow. fairly large chunk. Uh, next up, actually, uh, the national side, New Zealand. Played 20, 2004 to 2013, 73 caps for them, and 110 points. Um, All I'm going to say is I probably wouldn't jump in yet, because uh, it's still pretty tough. It is actually quite tough. I mean, New Zealand Māori is next up. He played seven games for them between 2005 and oh, 2008. So that, that picks one of my guesses out, okay. So, yeah, I was going to leave that out, but it actually could be quite helpful, to be fair. It, it so, is quite helpful. Seven games, 14 points. So next up is still sticking in New Zealand after his time with the Canes. He went up to Auckland and joined, well, he joined the Blues, 2012 to 2014. 40 appearances and 53 points. So move from the Canes to the Blues. Also moved to the uh, provincial side too for 2012 and 2013. We made nine appearances and got 27 points. Who was that for, sorry? Uh, Auckland. Auckland. So that was his time in New Zealand. He started out for Wellington and the Canes, played quite a few games there, and then played a couple seasons in Auckland. Kind of all blacks the whole way along. Then he made a move over to the United Kingdom to join the London Welsh for the 2014 and 2015 seasons. 
playing 14 times and not scoring a single point. Uh, this is tough. This I was is going to say tough. the last line will help you out big time when we get to that. Then he stayed in the UK for three appearances with the Wasps in 2015. So. Okay, okay. I'd like to make a guess, please. Yeah, go on. I think we can give you maybe two lives. So if you don't get this one, we'll give you another shot. Is it Periwipu? It is Periwipu, and I don't know how you've got it there. It would have taken me longer than that. Nah, because you know what gave it away? The It's the, the points. Sh- it's the points. Oh, see, that would have tripped me up. I would have been like, geez, not, if we got another 10. number of points. It's because it was between that level of he had so many caps. Not as many as you'd expect for a primary goal kicker, but I knew that he did do some goal kicking. Yeah. Um, so it kind of adds up in the terms of you know how many points he got. Because if he was a primary goal kicker, you'd probably be expecting more than those sort of point numbers. Yeah, that's a good bit um, of knowledge from you. you so it's a, decent, it's a decent sort of in the middle ground. Um, a few lines to go as well. I still had Oyana, Narbonne, and then the one I thought would have helped you out, Wirepa Bush. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would have. But well I mean, done. You're one from one, so... You know what? When you first, I was like, is it Conrad Smith? But then I realized, nah, the points are too high. Conrad Smith's not kicking goals. No, he doesn't kick goals. Didn't go to the Blues, I don't think. so. Although that Um, one where it was 250 points, so they might have thrown you off because you might be like, shit, maybe he wasn't a kicker. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was like, "Ah." but yeah, that was a toughie. That was a toughie. Well done, though. You've nailed it. You've started better on this one. I've I've got another another one here for you. so it starts, this is his first uh, team. Um, Canberra, 72 appearances and 80 points between 2009 and 2017. I see, I uh, had a name in mind. How many appearances? 72 appearances. Oh, geez, 80 points. In 2009 to 2017. It's not happening much. 2011 to 2019, Crusaders. So we're getting a bit of a trend here. 140 appearances and in 140 points. Right. So he was only at Canterbury to 2017, but the Crusaders to 2019, right? Is that what you said? That's right. That's right. Yep. What the hell happened in those two years? And how 20, many games was it for the Crusaders, sorry? 140. Oh, geez. And how many points? 140. Okay, we're not looking at a prop. <laughs> Tell you that much. <laughs> or are we? <laughs> 2018. Just a single year, single season at the Panasonic Wild Knights. 10 appearances and 20 points. This one should be a bit of a clue, I guess. Had a stint before the World Cup in Japan. Maybe got some thoughts, but uh, carry on. We've got, um, I guess I'll put this in there. I should have put this in there just before, sorry. Uh, that's all right. Uh, the national team, 2013 to 2019, New Zealand, 25 appearances and 15 points, 2013 to 2019. Oh, geez, the, uh, that's, that's thrown me off. <laughs> I was thinking we might be looking along the lines of maybe like a Sangers White or something, but evidently not. Only 15 um, games, yet he went to... Now, for I'm not, that sure, many years. not sure if this helps you or not, but also 2014, sorry, I didn't forget the New Zealand Barbarians two appearances. I don't know if that will help you or not, but that was in there as well. Who the hell played for the Crusaders that long? Was good enough to go on a sabbatical to Japan and then get back in the World Cup team, but only played 15 games. That's like nothing. 
25 appearances for New Zealand, 15. No, 25. That's still 15. hardly anything. Now, the final line, if you're ready for it. Yeah, go on. 2020 onwards, Toshiba, Brave, Lupus, three appearances, 10 points. Over in Japan now. I think we're oh, 15 more. I don't think we're looking at a back, unless maybe it's a centre that doesn't score much. But then which sort of players play for the Crusaders? Well, this has really done me in, eh? Two World Cups. Oh, I'm going to assume two World Cups if he was playing at that time. Do you want me to give oh, you... Yeah, give, give me the position. <laughs> I am. Flanker. Ah, see, I was thinking it was a Lucy anyway, so that's not really helped me a great deal. Well, let's, let's go through the Crusaders' flankers and see who... Well, it's not Rita. It's not McCaw. It's not Jordan Telfua. It's not any of the current lot. Someone who was around 2013. I don't know. If I've got no ideas. You're going to have to give it to me. I'll give you the... Um, is there anything else I can give you? Oh, jeez. I don't know, really. Um, no, you give me, do you know if they played six or seven? Open side flanker. Someone who's probably on the bench. No, I don't know. You've stumped me on this one. Who was it? Matt Todd. Oh, of course <laughs> it is. I knew you'd be ruining oh. this one. <laughs> I thought how, you would have had it, to be honest. How have I not got... No, that's a, it's an easy one. No, nah, it's not. I mean, it's just so hard because there's, you know, that type of career progression, Canterbury Crusaders, Japan, it could be a number of players, you know, in your, in your head. You just... It's very difficult when because that's a standard tr- uh, career trajectory yeah. for any sort of lower level All Blacks. So it's a toughie. It really is. No, fair play. I'm 0 from 1. You've done well getting Weppu, actually. Now I realise how hard that is. I think it's, it was only the points that gave it away. I had to. I was thinking purely of middle-range goal kickers who weren't always goal kicking, but sometimes were, you know. That was what gave no. it away for me. Uh, the points won't give it away on this one for you, but there is one piece of information that I think will so we'll start out with the first line of his career. Actually, at Otago for the 2007 season, played 10 games, got no points. Yep. Then he moved on to Canterbury, where he played 70 games across the years of 2008 to 2014, and got 55 points. 2008 to 2014, was it? Yeah. Played How many quite games? Quite a lot. 70, so quite a lot of games. Yeah. Didn't score too many tries for them, but popped up. Also played for the Crusaders those same years, 2008 to 2014. Got 86 appearances for them and 35 points. So not the most mm-hmm. prolific try score. Yeah, here's a line that I think will help you out. The All Blacks, 2009, one appearance, five points. I have, I would like to guess. I think you've got it, but go on. Is it George Whitelock? It is George Whitelock. I knew you'd have him. What are your faves? <laughs> yeah. Had to squeeze him in there for you. The one cap, eh? It's, uh, yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. Now, I'm going to be a bit mean to you and, and slip an Aussie in now. Oh, no, go for it, mate. I, I've, I've done all right at the higher or lowers. I can embarrass myself on this one. <laughs> um, all right. Queensland Reds, 2008 to 2012. Hmm. Two stints at the Reds, 
2008 oh, yeah. 2012 and 2017 to 2019 100 on the dot appearances and 130 points this one i think you might get because of this next line 2008 i have a name in mind I had a name that came to mind originally when you said two stints, but it's definitely not that guy. I have another name, so this the next, next one. Line, this next line might give it to you, I reckon. 2013-2015 Rebels, Melbourne Rebels. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's, it's, uh, it's quite Cooper, isn't it? Wait, what, what was the points? You've lost a life, mate. You've what was the points? I should have listened to it. You didn't listen to the points? Oh, 40, fuck. 45 appearances and 75 points. Oh, jeez. Cooper was at the Rebels though, right? He was at the Rebels. Okay, yeah. right. So 70. Okay. We're still looking you got at one, back. You've got one, one guess left. Um, and in 2015, there was a wee stint there at the Brisbane City, which is the um, NRC yeah, yeah. competition. Six appearances and 15 points. And then 2015 to 2019, over in Japan at the NEC Green Rockets, 28 appearances and 55 points. And then 2019 onwards over in France at the Bordeaux Bagels, uh, 38 appearances and 40 points. Now, we'll check in those national teams' figures there as well. Which I, it's hard to do the orders because it's like... Yeah, no. I think I've got a potential guess already, but I'm, since I've only got one left, I'm not going to say I'll, I'll it get, I'll give you the Wallabies um, numbers now. 2010 to 2017, Australia Wallabies, 34 appearances and 40 points. Okay, uh, that's that's helped a lot actually because I don't know now. <laughs> Play for the Rebels and the Reds. Oh, and then back at the Reds. Okay, but twenty seventeen was his last Wallabies appearance. Twenty seventeen was his last Wallabies. Uh, see, that's thrown me again, mate. Oh, I had a few names that have played for both teams, but. One that last played in 2017. I mean, now he's over in France still kicking about. He's over in France kicking about? Didn't score many points. I think we're still looking at a back, though, but possibly a half back. Give me the position, see if that helps me. I think the position will help you here. It's uh, not a back. Okay. It is a flanker. Flanker that played, and if you need the oh specific... wait wait what were the years for the Wallabies again? The Wallabies were twenty ten to twenty seventeen. How many caps? Thirty four caps, forty points. Did this guy only play? I'm going to go Scott Hogenbottom. You're spot on, mate. Well done. <laughs> yeah, well done. Yeah, I was like, hang on. Oh, well done. God, I've got that one. Jeez, it could have been. An... I really fired early on Quaid. Eh? I just heard the Reds and Rebels. I was like, yep. Yeah, I zoned man. out all the other information. I was like, the, yep. the Reds point, mate, that should have given it away. He oh, I should have listened to it. I just I just heard the Reds and Rebels. I was like, yep, we're good. <laughs> well done. Oh, we'll take it. Right. Um, potentially a tougher one, but definitely gettable. Another player who started out at Otago, 2010 to 2017, 47 games. 442 points. Sorry, can you repeat that one? Otago from 2010 to 2017 played 47 yep. games and got 442 points. Okay. So That same year, he also played for the New Zealand under 20s where he played five games and got 25 points. Yep. Uh, after a couple of years at Otago, he made the Highlanders, playing for them between 2013 and 2016. 
where he made 30 appearances and got 101 points. Okay. After the Highlanders, he went on to the Panasonic Wild Knights in Japan for a season, playing seven games, getting 80 points. I'd like to make a guess, please. Yeah, go on. I could be sacrificing a life here because I'm really oh, jumping the gun. If you get this one, though, fair play. I am jumping the gun here, but I did follow a lot of Highlanders rugby at this particular point in time. <laughs> is it Hayden Parker? It sure is Hayden Parker. Oh, jeez. I thought if anyone was going to get it earlier, be you, but fair play. I thought it would have taken to the Sunwolves. Yeah, oh, well, that, yeah, that, that, yeah, I mean, that was the next line, but getting it before that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, I that to be fair, that period of time I went to almost, I had a season pass for Holland. I went to almost every game, and I was a big Parker fan, eh? So I knew he went to Japan early as well. So yeah, um, I mean, surely he should get a national cap for Japan. He's unreal, especially off the tee. Oh yeah, he's fantastic off the tee, isn't he? I mean, what he kicked some ridiculous amount of goals consecutively. I can't remember what it was, but it was unreal. Now I'm going to this one here. Um, Potentially an easy one, depending on your... Um, oh, you've seen how I've been going so far. <laughs> what? Potentially an easy one. I'm not sure if it will be or not, but it could be. And the reason why is because I'm going to start you off with something a bit out of left field. The first line is the New Zealand Warriors. Okay, okay. We've got an idea. But give 2013, me can... 2013 to 2015, 30 appearances, 44 points. I've... 44, okay. Yeah, I've got a name in mind. So, of course, four points you're trying league. So. so, I think you might be all right with this one. I the don't want to jump the gun already, but I definitely have a name. The next line is the Hurricanes. 2016 yeah. to 2021, 85 appearances, 245 points. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I'm just going to make sure before I make an idiot. It's only one guy that's played for the Warriors and then the Canes. It's got to be Nani Omahe. Correct, mate. Well yeah. done. No, good, good. <laughs> Redeem myself a bit. Well done. Well, that was got a few to go for. I might give you one that I think you'll get pretty early because I know right. he's a he's a favourite of yours. I think you might even get it on line one. I'm that confident in you. Oh no, you're talking me up. I'm off. <laughs> oh, you're getting it on line one. I'm telling you. Uh, first line is the Brumbies, 2012 to 2015, and then he had a second since starting from 2022. Jesse. Yep. <laughs> so do you get it on line one? <laughs> oh, I was so I tempted to leave that second stint to last because I think that would have made it tough. Yeah, it would have actually. You know how you played three games with the Wallabies? Yeah, it's crazy. I, cause I, I was going to put it on more. I was going to put it on higher or lower, but yeah, that's it's a, it's a goodie, that one. Um, this one's a toughie, a real tough one. And I, that's right. I I'm giving you might, a toughie next up, don't you worry. But I, th- I think he might be good for it, this one. I think it's a, it's a South African. Oh, I'm giving you a Safa too, so surely we're so, not doing the same one. <laughs> so I'm, Yeah, so here we go. First line there. Um, do you want the youth career? I'm not sure if that would help you or not. Uh, if they play for like a national youth team, go on. Not if it's like a club. All right. So first line there is the Sharks 15. Two appearances, mm-hmm. 14 points. The next line is the South Africa under 20. Nine appearances, 104 points. And what years were this? 2016, 2017 for both of those. So Sharks 15, oh, 2016, 2017. Oh, I've, I've got a name in mind already. South but Africa I, under 20. Yeah, I thought you might. That's I, a, a I do, but it depends if he stayed around at the Sharks. If he's still at the Sharks now, I've definitely got a name, but keep going. 2016 to present Sharks, 63 appearances, 
462 I'm points. I'm going to chuck out Kerwin Bosch. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, good. We'll take that. Jeez, good I didn't realize he's still that young. Yeah, he's only 24. Jeez, big future ahead of him. I quite rate him, eh? Yeah. I'll stick it in South Africa, but uh, going back a few more years. Uh, his first line is at the Greek was actually Curry Cup side, two thousand and three to two thousand and seven. Played fifty eight games, got one hundred and seventy five points. So I don't imagine it's helping you whatsoever. No, it's not. <laughs> Next lines I'll give you kind of in the same vein. Um, played for the Blue Bulls Curry Cup side, twenty eight to twenty twelve, forty three games, thirty four points, and played for the Super Rugby side, the Bulls as well. Those same years, two thousand eight, twenty thirteen. 82 appearances in Super Rugby, 105 points. Yep. I'd probably focus more on that one if I was you. Okay. Uh, 2009, he got into the Springboks side. He actually played for the emerging Springboks first, but then the Springboks the same year where he played 31 games across 2009 to 2015 and got 25 points. Ooh, okay. So it's probably a Ford. After his time in South Africa, it was done. Uh, remembering he scored 175 points for Greek was in 58 games. Just going to remind you of that one. So. Oh, that is true, actually. Okay. But anyway, after South Africa was done, he went to Leinster between 2013 oh. and 2017. He played oh. 87 games and got 65 points. Right. After Leinster, he went to the Dragons, also in Wales. 27 games for them, 24 points. Only two years there, 2017 to 2019. Oh, actually, he retired in 2019, and 2018, he had a stint at the Bristol Bears, where he played three games. Can you repeat the the Springboks caps, please? 31 caps between 2009 to 2015. I think the position will help you a lot if you want that. Yeah, please. Oh, well, there's actually three positions listed on his Wikipedia, but there's only really one I think we'll both recognise him as playing, that's fullback. <laughs> Could play on the wing at a pinch, but full work here. That's where most of his caps came. <laughs> so, what was his main South Africa? What was the main South Africa team there? Sorry, no, uh, the Bulls was the only South Africa team playable, other than the Greek was at the what, start of what his years career. were the Bulls? Two thousand eight to twenty thirteen. Oh, is uh, it on the lines of Jesse Bog in terms of just great quality players? Is it? Zane Kirshner. It is Zane Kirshner. <laughs> I think anything other than the fact that we just meme the guy no, is the only know. reason yeah, we've got yeah. him. There's no the way you know what Zane Kirshner's career path is like. Nah, but the fullback gave away, like you said. I wouldn't have got it otherwise. He didn't score a great deal of tries, did he? No, that's why I was put off. I thought it was a forward. <laughs> um, he had the dreadlocks, didn't he, Zane Kirshner? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he went skinhead for a bit. God, he was <laughs> dreadful. I think he played 10 for a bit and the Dragons Way more caps well. than I thought he had. If that was higher oh, no. or lower, I wouldn't have said that. No I was way. making an international like battler team, and I was like, well, we'll keep it under five caps. Surely Kirshner's in there. 31. Yeah, like, no way. The, the things that gave it away were the balls and the position. I, yeah. I wouldn't have got it otherwise. I wouldn't have got it otherwise. That was toughy. You're three from free, though. All right, I'm going to give you another... This is this is probably a tough one to be honest with. So you. right, this next one I'm giving you is if you get it, fair play. All right, if you get this one, fair play. But it's funny. 
Um, all right. 27, uh, 2007. Um, sorry. Yeah, 2007 Central Coast Rays, three appearances, five oh, points. Jeez, another Aussie. Brumbies, 2010 to 2014, 66 appearances and 50 points. What was his uh, points for the Rays? Five out of three appearances. Okay, so it's not a kicker. That's all right. Canberra Vikings in there as well. Zero appearances. So he didn't he didn't play for the Vikings, but he was part of the squad. Okay, so potentially was and, it 2010 to 2014 at the Brumbies. Yep, and also 2010 to 2014 at the Wallabies. 24 yeah, appearances. And 25 points. That's it. No Only more. a four-year career. Four-year career. At the Brumbies, a four-year career. And the Wallabies. Exact same years. What was 66. his Wallabies caps and points? 24 appearances and 25 points. See, I had a few wingers with short careers come to mind, but it's evidently not a winger. Who on earth played for the only four years? So there's I think a it might why. be like a... There's a good reason why you played for four years, and we'll we'll talk about it after. Yeah, clearly there's an injury or something in there. So I was thinking maybe it's like a Dom Shipley or something, but like he wasn't Brumbies. And um, I'll give you the position if you'd like. Yeah, that might help. There's three positions, but his most favoured position was inside centre. But he can cover fullback and wing if needed. See, I know an inside centre that retired early, but he was not only at the Brumbies. I will give you one more clue because it's a toughie. It is someone that we have discussed on the podcast before, if that helps. Yeah, see, that's the person I was still thinking of. Like, oh, did he play for the Brumbies? Go on. See, the two names, he might have. I might be mixing right. Is it Pat McCabe? Yes, mate. Good work. I I got him mixed up with Rob Horn for a second. Well done. Yeah, he's uh, he. So he actually. Rob Horn was Waratahs, right? Yeah, Rob Hall. Yeah, Hall. yeah, that's why I was confused. But yeah, no, yeah. Pat. Um, Pat McCabe retired, and he's now a lawyer. So he was he, he became a lawyer after four years. Um, so that's why his career was so short. But yeah, that, that's a funny one. Eh? <laughs> that was a tough work, one. That is, Jesus. That's a tough, Jesus. Yeah, no, that, this position really helped out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Right, this one. There's a lot of teams to go through, actually, but. Most of them probably won't help you in the slightest. In fact, they'll probably throw you off. Uh, first line, 2010 at Manawatu. Played 13 games, got 15 points. Just a yep. single season there. Then he went on to Auckland, where he played between 2011 and 2014. Played 41 games for them and got 60 points. Okay. Yeah, he also played for the Blues for a season in there in 2012. Played 13 games for them and got 10 points. So yep. only one season at the Blues. Then made a bit of a rogue move to the Southern Kings for the 2013 season. Oh, dear. Played five games, didn't get a point. But played for the Southern Kings and also the Eastern Province Kings in the Carry Cup. So that was 2013. Then he returned to New Zealand for a season at the Canes in 2014. Played six games and got five points. So he's gone, okay. he's gone New Zealand to what, South Africa and back. What was the, what was the Canes, sorry? Which one was that one? 2014, just six games, five points. 2014, six games, five points. This will be the one that helps you, I think, this next one. But if yep. you want to... He went over to Wales to join the Scarlets, played for them between 2014 and 2020, 122 games, 60 points. Oh, this is tough. 
I don't know if I'll get this one. I think this may give it to you. Depends. Played for the national side, Wales, 2017 to 2020. Played 29 games, got 25 points for them. So he's got New Zealand, South Africa, and then he's gone and got himself internationally capped in Wales. And then the final line of his career, he went over to Japan for a season in 2020 at the Panasonic Wild Knights, played four games, and then retired. When you said Wales, is it Anscom? No, it's not, because he was Chiefs. Um, the position, I think, will help you if you want that. Go on. Second five. Oh. Hurricanes. Southern Kings is... That's what... That's what's doing me. I don't. See, I don't interestingly know. enough, the Kings would be the one that would help me. Do you want the answer? Uh, hang on a minute. Just think we... One season at the Canes. Was there a season at the Blues, you said? Yeah, season at the Blues, season at the Canes. Didn't really get a great deal of starting game time in New Zealand, I don't think. Is he born in New Zealand? Yeah, born in Palmerston North. It was really only over in Wales that he started actually performing. I'm not going to get this one, mate. There's it no was uh, Hadley Parks. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. But <laughs> Just yeah, had to chug a real toughie in there. That's a goodie. That's a goodie. Yeah, How many more do you keen to do? Do you want to do one more each? Yeah, one more each. Go on. Oh, we've got four to choose from, actually. Yeah, I've got a few. Do you want to do a Saffir, an Australian, or a Kiwi? Let me have a Saffir or a Kiwi. I'll let you pick. All right, all right. I'm gonna hit you with. I'm gonna hit you with a sapper. How about that? Right, I might have to return the favour for you then. Oh, oh no! All right, twenty. Uh, sorry, twenty. So two thousand five to twenty thirteen, Western Province, ninety six appearances and one hundred and seventy four points. Ninety six appearances for Western Province. Did you say? Yeah. Two thousand. How many points was it? One seven four. Oh, so he's. A little bit of a backup kicker. Interesting. 2007 Ooh. to 2014. I've got, an, I've got an idea already, actually. I uh, don't know if I want to commit this early, but... Do it, because if you get it, mate, it's very impressive. Joe Peterson. No, I'm afraid not. It's a, oh, jeez. Right, right. 2007, uh, 2007 to 2014, Stormers. 84 appearances and 91 points. Also, he really doesn't kick much at all. 2014 to 2017, Grenoble, 62 appearances and 82 points. And before before that, he was in the Springboks for uh, between 2010 and 2012 for 17 appearances and 25 points. So Springboks, mm-hmm. 2010, 2012, 17 appearances, 25 points. And then after that, he went over, like I said, to Grenoble, 62 appearances to and, and 82 points. Toyota Verblitz after that, so over in um, Japan, um, 2017 and 2020, so between 2017 and 2020, 23 appearances and 50 points. And then back to the Bulls, 2020 oh. onwards. Okay, that, that may help. So he's returned to South Africa. He's returned to the Bulls. So 2020 really was on. only the Stormers. What was his years at the Stormers? 20, uh, 2007 to 2014. So most of his time so at the Stormers. A lot of time at the Stormers. Played a couple games for the box. 
now he's back at the ball. So he's still going. He must be pretty old by now. Stormers did a bit of kicking. Who the heck did a bit of kicking for the Stormers? See, the names that were coming to mind were Joe Peterson, because he did a bit. Peter Grant did a far too much kicking for the, to be him, and he did not get that many caps. Ah, uh, Western Force legend, mate. Yeah, yeah of course, played for them too. Who else played for... Well, what's his position? That may help me. Fullback or winger. Oh, you, you're telling me it's not Joe Peterson. Like, Oh, actually, there is one more name that comes to mind. Go on. But I don't think it's him whatsoever. And I'm you, pretty you sure he played. Yes, left. Uh, there's only one name that comes to mind, and I don't think it's him. We'll have to go SP Maria. but It's incorrect, I'm afraid. It was actually Geo Aplon. Geo Aplon did some kicking? <laughs> He's nailed a few conversions here and there, apparently. Oh, I should have known that, actually. I called him the original Cheslin Colby, and of course, Colby he does is, a bit of kicking. Is, he looks very similar. He also wears headgear. He's got a small fella, he's and he's five foot nine, and he. Um, and I knew he came back quite last year. Too. Oh, I definitely could have got that one. Toughy that one. I don't think I would have, but yeah, kicking myself a bit. I don't. I don't know if I would have got that. That's pretty tough. Right, I'll give you a. Uh, what are you going to give me? A bok, an Aussie, or a kiwi? Eh? You can take the pick: bok, Aussie, or a kiwi. I will go kiwi if, if that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I got two to pick from actually. I think I might give you the harder one. Go on. Yeah, I'm going to give you the harder one. Yeah, the one I was going to give you is Stephen Donald, but you'll get that too easily. So have this one. 2002, Poverty Bay. Four oh, appearances. This is going to no be No points. It's going to be tough. 2003 to 2004, North Harbour. 18 appearances and 30 points. Not sure any of that's helping you yet. Nah, it's too, too long ago. Um, also got a few appearances for the New Zealand Māori that year, six, um, yeah, New Zealand Māori, 2004 to 2010, 15 appearances, 55 points. Okay. So played a fair few games and played the, the years for that, sorry? 2004 to 2010. Okay. Also played for the New Zealand under 21s in 2004, six games, 25 points as well. So. And then his super rugby career kicked off that year too. So 2004 was a busy year for the guy. Started off at the Hurricanes. And went through for a few years for them, 2004 to 2011. Played 70 games, got 130 points. Mm-hmm. Also played for Wellington at that same time, as you could probably could have guessed. Played 2005 to 2011, 58 games, 180 points. Okay. Uh, in the middle of his time at the Canes, he got a shot at the national team. Played 15 games for the All Blacks across 2008 to 2012. Got 30 points for them. Right. Well, that's one I think will help you. Just making sure. Yeah. Uh, after his time in Wellington was done, he shifted down to Dunedin to join the Highlanders for two seasons, 2012 and 2013. Played 32 Ooh. times. Got 65 points. That'll be the bit that'll be coming back to you. Oh, yeah, it is. Give you some more if you like. Uh, he went over to France for two seasons. Played 2013 and 2014 in Toulouse. 32 games, 50 points. And came back to New Zealand in 2015, probably to try to get a crack at the World Cup. I don't know, but 
played six games at the Chiefs. Didn't score a point there. Okay. And then returned to France that same year to join Claremont 2015-2016. 17 games, 10 points. Then he kind of chopped around Lyon. Played a season in Lyon. Nine appearances, five points. Couple of seasons at Narbonne. 21 appearances, 15 points in 2017-2018. Before seemingly hanging the boots up. Until last year, pulled the boots back on for two games at East Coast. East Coast. Oh, that's tough, man. You're gonna have to. You might have to give me a position there. I think big things for you are going to be Canes down to Highlanders. And yeah, position be, largely on the wing. That'll be where you remember. Oh, oh I know who it is now. The wing in 2013, I remember the, them giving this guy, and he was actually fairly decent. Yeah, it was a big signing at the time, actually. Is it Jose Gear? It is Jose Gear. Fair play. Yeah, it was. Jeez, you, you've done very well at these guess who's, honestly. Well, you give me the Highlanders, man. That's the thing. You give me the Highlanders. Well, I'm giving you a chance. I mean, the um, now nah, you know what? I was so stuck there because uh, it was the years was, when he started was just. Bit too early for yeah, my mind, yeah, yeah. Um, you kind of focus on all that. You kind of need to just zone yeah. in on literally yeah. just the bits you remember. And then you said the Hollanders in that year. And I was like, hang on a minute, it's just guys because I knew we went to France as well. Um, I did unbelievably bad did. at that. The winger, yeah, the winger was gave it away. Yeah, but that was that was fun. That was yeah, good. I enjoyed that actually. Wouldn't be bad having a couple guests and like doing it in teams because yeah, that'd geez, be fun, it's, it's a tough one. That was really good, really good. You must have just about got all of mine right. We'll see. Nah, oh, nah. I, I got that one. Um, the one. Kiwi oh, Hadley one. Parks. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get that yeah. one. I think I literally got two. <laughs> well, it's one all for the night. You won the uh, <laughs> under overs, and I won the. <laughs> I won the guesses. So. We'll take it. We we'll have to do it at some other point in time. That was great. Oh, what else have we got coming up on the podcast? Anything planned? Oh, not too much. Kind of in talks um, with Hacker Elliot. Hopefully we'll get him on soon. Just had a few things pop up the other week, so haven't quite got him on yet. Um, hopefully Colin Bork might come on at some point too. But again, he's busy over in Japan, still running a market about 40 years of age. So <laughs> at some point it. in time we'll line something up. Yeah, Sounds we'll great. we'll see, really. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, we'll wrap it up there, I guess. That was a really yeah. fun episode. I actually enjoyed that. Some of yeah, it no, was good it's... going back to just the two of us having a shindig. Yeah. Just chatting some shit. Well, we'll keep an eye out on the Super Rugby for the next weekend. and Maybe we'll talk about that as well next time. Yeah, but, um, absolutely. That was great fun. And uh, for now, we'll say goodbye and we'll catch you next episode. Yeah, definitely let us know how you went on the, uh, the Facebook page or the Insta page. Sounds great. Right. Cheers. See you guys later.